Welcome back to the iFarmWell podcast. I'm Drew Radford, and in this episode, we're going to continue looking at values and how they can help guide us to lead a more fulfilling life, despite the circumstances we might find ourselves in. We'll be taking a look at some tools you can use to help prioritise your values and focus on the things that matter the most to you. So, let's get stuck into it. Last time, we started to take a good look at our values and how we can live by them to help get the most out of our life. Remember the story of the two kids in the car? I also put it to you that some people find it helpful to consider redefining success as living life by their values, such as hard work or quality time with family, rather than reaching their goals, like a bumper crop, for example. Since then, have you thought about giving this a try? And if so, how did it feel? Before we go too far, I'd just like to share a bit more of Annie's story with you. So I've had a few challenges. So seven years ago, my husband was diagnosed with leukemia, but we kept farming. And then two and a half years ago, we had a motorbike accident and he had a major brain injury. On top of all that, uh, I was diagnosed with a stage three melanoma on my back. So I Farm Well is a program that's just, you'd be mad not to use it. It applies to everyone, but it really applies to farmers. So it helps you to sort out your thoughts, helps you to prioritize the values, your core values, the things that are really important. It doesn't really matter if you don't get such and such done today, as long as you get the important stuff done. And finally, it helps you to be present, noticing when the sun comes out, when the daffodil bulbs are sticking their heads up and so on. Uh, I just think that there's a lot around us that we miss if we don't, if we don't get our heads in the right place. And I think I found well, helps me, helps me to get my head in the right place. I just think that there was a muddle in my life, in my head, and I think I found well sort of sorted it all out. And it's just brought me a lot of peace. I can put my energy into what's important, but not sweat the small stuff. Thanks, Annie. It's great that you've been able to incorporate these strategies into your life to help deal with all of those challenges. She's right, isn't she? The need to focus on what's important and try not to sweat the small stuff. Being clear about your values can not only help you make decisions about the activities you do, it can also help guide how you interact and manage relationships with others. Let's look at a new tool now which considers how you might interact differently with others and how you might make decisions differently if you choose to act more consistently with your values. Think of some values which are very important to you. These might include being hardworking, having relationships that involve love and affection, being loyal to friends and family, and being honest. Here are some more to choose from. Kindness, openness, warmth, maturity, professionalism, fun, flexibility, accuracy. I'll wait a bit while you think of a few very important values in addition to the ones you identified last episode.
Now you've thought about that, ask yourself this. If I was always displaying or at least considering these values when interacting with people close to me, is there anything I'd be doing differently? I'll give you a couple of examples. You might be more patient with your old mate Bob when he starts telling you one of his boring stories about his grandkids if being patient and being interested in others is important to you. Or you might tell the local shop about the extra credit they accidentally gave you if being honest is a value that's important to you. I'll give you a minute to think about that. If you need more time, you can always hit pause. How did you go? Did you think of something? Now have a think about the difficult decisions you might need to make or the conversations you need to have in the coming months in which remembering your values when interacting with others will be useful. I'll give you a bit of time to think about that. When is it? Who's it with? What could you do to ensure you interact according to your values? Often when we've had an interaction with someone and we leave feeling really bad about what we've said or done, that's a good indication that we've just acted inconsistently with our values. Not a nice feeling, is it? So hopefully that tool where you use your values to guide your interactions is useful to you moving forward. Now, let's have a look at another tool. This one is about planning to live more consistently with your values. For this, you'll need a pen and some paper or to be able to make some notes in your phone. So make sure you're parked up if you're listening to this in a vehicle. I want you to try and recall the values which were most important to you. Remember in the last episode how I asked you to make a note of them somewhere? If you have, call those values up and have another look at them. If not, here's a refresher of some of the values we've encouraged you to reflect upon. We can't list them all, but here are some common ones. Family, your partner, wife or husband. Parenting, friends or social life. Work or career. Fun or leisure. Spirituality, community life physical health and well-being. I want you to consider what you are already doing to live consistently with these values. For example, I really value family and I've already planned to take this Friday afternoon off so I can attend my child's school concert. What can you realistically do over the next week to live more in line with each of these values. Now, think of the longer term. What can you do in the next six months to live more in line with each of these values? Write these down in a notebook 
or record them somewhere, dividing them into what you're doing now to live consistently with each value, what you could realistically do in the next week to live more consistently with those values, and what you could realistically do in the next six months to live more consistently with those values. This might take you a while, so hit pause on the podcast while you do this, and then resume playing once you're ready. I know I can't physically reach through the speaker and make you do this exercise, but it's an exercise that has helped lots of farmers like you, and people in general, find ways to get more out of their life. How did you go? Now that you've done that, schedule some time in your diary or calendar to actually do these things. One idea is to treat it as a bit of an experiment and rate your mood out of 10 before and after doing each activity. This might help you to keep track of the activities consistent with your values, which give you the biggest boost in your mood. You can then use that information to plan to do satisfying activities in the future. An important thing to remember is that it's not always easy to do the things we plan to do. Other things do get in the way sometimes. It can help to have a think about the thoughts, memories, feelings, sensations and urges you are willing to make room for in order to achieve the goals you just set out. For example, I'll notice the I don't have time story and do it anyway, as I know investing in my well-being is important. Here's another tip. Next time you notice yourself getting caught up in thoughts or difficult stories, like we were talking about in previous episodes, test out whether putting your attention and effort into doing something that is consistent with your values makes you feel better. People often find they are able to focus on the present more easily when they are doing things consistent with their values. Well, that's just about it for this episode. We've learned a couple of new tools which will help you interact with others in a way that is more in line with your values. We also started to put in place a plan to live more consistently with your values. Remember to try and practice at least one of these tools in the coming days to ensure you get the most out of iFarmWell. We also suggest that you speak to someone you trust about the things you've thought about when doing this episode. People often find if they share with someone else the changes they would like to make in their lives, they are more likely to go ahead and do them. In the next episode, we'll start to look at shifting your attention to the present, particularly becoming more aware of where your attention is and how this might impact on how you feel and behave. We'll also practice shifting your attention to the present or here and now which is a really valuable skill if you spend a lot of time on your own, like most farmers. 
This is what Annie was talking about earlier when she said I Farm Well had helped her to realise the importance of noticing when the sun comes out. Otherwise, there's a lot we miss out on. Remember, if you'd like some extra free help to enable you to build these strategies into your life, register to complete the modules and receive text message reminders at ifarmwell.com.au today. I'm Drew Radford, and thanks for listening to the iFarmWell podcast. See you next time. If this podcast brings up any difficult emotions for you, please reach out to someone you can talk to or call Lifeline on 13 1114 or the Beyond Blue support service on 1300 22 4636 at any time.